Hi, I'm Namusa. And I'm Adadana. And this is the Africana Podcast. Now I don't know why, what our words really are. It's okay. We will make them all. We will make them all. No one knows what we are saying, but it's right. <laughs> you are currently doing right now. I'm currently eating a pickle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 17 was a good year. Turned, sep- Turned 17 in my senior year of high school. Go on with your bad self. Did you go to prom? I did go to prom. Who'd you go with? My then boyfriend. Johannes Tedros wow. Nardos III? Nardos! <laughs> no. Uh, Close though? No. Okay. He, had a, he did have an ethnic name of sorts. <laughs> I won't divulge his name. What's though. he doing now? I don't know what he's doing now. Do you ever wake up in the middle of the night thinking about him? No. Mm. Not in a negative way, though. No. Um, no, he was, he was, I was very lucky. I think for a first kind of boyfriend, he was... Well, I wasn't lucky. I mean, I think... You hit him with the shoulders? I think it was a... Uh, no, he's the lucky one in this situation. Well, no, we were both lucky. Okay. But I think in general terms, I think for a first boyfriend, considering you're young and, you know... You know, you're not, you're maybe, Star-eyed. you're just, yeah, exactly. And, you know, emotional, maybe a little bit more. And all, I think I, I, I had you're a not mi- worried about him, like leaving his socks, not picking them up. I think that was a little too soon. I know. For well, that conversation. People have children. Uh, but we made it to episode 17. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think, uh, I, I entrusted my heart to someone at a young age and I think he did well with it. So this is what Disney tells you to do. And I think it's very different you know, for some other people. Like, some people have horrible teenage boyfriends that are... Yeah, yeah. This was also before the Instagram age. Whoa, yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Not that we're dating ourselves, but I'm definitely, on Friday evenings, if I go out, I'm like, it's too loud and it's too dark in here. I always look for the exits. <laughs> Hashtag just in, case, just in case anything goes down, like, yeah. all right, how do I get out of here? Up is, fun fact, up is often a direction that people don't consider. Huh. Yeah, I, I can see that. So, like, hang from those raptors and just swing monkey bar across. Uh, I was horrible at the monkey bars growing up. <laughs> well, now's the time to learn because right. if you ever need... Because people try and look for the exits, right? Right. But nobody thinks to go up, and then they get trampled. Huh. Fun fact. Now I know. We made it! This is so awesome. 17. 17! Sorry. That's I know. kind of was like, summer loving. I know, there's no, like, song for 17 that I could think of. We're, but we're like a, we're almost adults. I'm waiting for episode 22, because we've got one. Or 21. Yeah. Shots, 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 shots. <laughs> yeah. In America. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're a fledgling youth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tell me about what has happened since the last time we recorded. I went home. Which what? was amazing. Um, Where's I, your home? Like the actual address? Stop. Postal code? <laughs> 
Um, I am Street a name. resident of the DMV, also known as the District, Maryland, Virginia kind of area. The DMV is what we Wait, call it. Wait, isn't the DMV an actual place that you go to get your license for? Yes, it's okay. also the Department of Motor Vehicles. But yeah. for the uninitiated, it's also how we refer to... You're doing D- a lot of M- seemingly, like, gang signs with your hands. I mean, it's just... I, it's, it's not it's, gang signs. <laughs> anyways, there's a lot going on. Um, yeah, so in any case, I, I went home for a week for work, which was an unexpected trip. I wasn't expecting to go home. Uh, so it was very, very nice and a lovely surprise because um, I didn't... You know, it's very... I don't remember the last time I had summer at home, and I love summer at home because... D.C. summer days maybe are not so nice because it's super, super humid and super hot. But D.C. summer nights when you're out with your friends and you don't need a jacket. And I feel like this is when you start singing, oh, I want to dance somebody. <laughs> no. And Patrick Swayze jumps out of nowhere. It's just, it was, oh, I was walking around. The black Patrick Swayze, though, let's be at clear. At night, oh, walking around at night, eating outside at night. Were Take, you going on dates? Metro. No, I was not. I was I was there for work, and I was very very focused. I was like, I don't. I I didn't see my parents till the last day. I'm pretty sure I advised you to keep your Tinder on. I think you did tell me to do that, but I didn't even. I didn't have time. I just, oh. and yeah, wasn't gonna. Not this trip. Uh, but no, home was absolutely incredible, and I realized in addition to eating all of the food, all of the food. What was your favorite? Oh, crab cakes. Is that a very DC thing? Yes, for sure. Okay. Uh, can you bring me one back next time you go? I don't know if I can. I don't know how. I don't know if it's going to keep. It's um, 21 Are you an African auntie or not? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I get some dry ice or something. Yes. I, I don't know. You just need work. a cooler box and some masking I had, tape. I, there's a video. And a must go bag. <laughs> there, stop. There's a video of me being reunited with crab cakes that when I had them, with, I went out with my best friend to have some. And it was just me. Hi, Nubia. <laughs> it was just, oh, so good. Uh, but there were so many other things. Real goat cheese. We've been played. Wait, we don't get that here? No. Are you? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's coming from goats, though. I mean, it's coming from goats, but it doesn't taste the same. But like emaciated goats. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> the goats. But are- it's a bad year. Let's be honest. It's a bad know, year for cattle and goats. I don't goats. know if it's a goat problem or the processor problem. But either way... Cheese is not the same, and I for, I didn't quite realize how cheese was not the same until I went home, and I was like, oh, this is what feta mm. really tastes like, mm. and I refuse to spend a thousand shillings on cheese, so I'm like, you know what, I'll just eat this stuff when I go home, because I'm not going to pay And a thousand shillings is like ten US dollars, yeah. And that's too much to pay for some feta, let's be real. Anyway, I ate all the food, I saw as many friends as I could, considering, you know, I didn't really have much time, uh, but the best part, or not the best part, but the most telling part was I realized how ingrained slash kind of in the Nai- like assimilated to Nairobi I've become two stories excellent <laughs> I love these stories like when you run through red lights that they're not just indications that happens to me all the time please I, don't be listening to this I would not be bragging about that or sharing that in public um Toronto DMV if you we don't have a DMV if you are listening no you don't have a department of motor vehicles to get a it's, license it's not called that what is it called I have to look at my license, which it's like this transportation. Okay. Somebody Something will done. know. Okay. I look great in my... You're the only one. My driving license photo. Uh, I am the only one. Yeah. So my office in DC is on the second floor. And I, for the life of me, couldn't figure out why it was the second floor. Because I only walked up one flight of stairs. So I'm like, 
why is it the second floor? I'm like, is there a hidden floor that I'm not seeing? You've that been I'm in Kenya too long. That I've That's been why. walking by. And I'm like, wait a second. And it, it literally took me, I, was, I got there to the office on Monday. It took me until Thursday to realize that in America, which I had forgotten, the first floor is, is the, first the one on the ground level where the street level is. Which makes sense. Not ground level, then first floor. And second. So it, it took me four days for me to figure out, oh, right, because this is what the second floor is here. But ground level is not a level. It's not a number. Well, it is the ground, though. But I'm level. No. I mean, I don't mind the nomenclature in Nairobi. It's not that it bothers me. What was shocking to me is that it's it took me a full four days yeah. to realize there was not a hidden floor between <laughs> zero and one or one and two. That you weren't invited to. That I just couldn't see the door for, that it was just, you know, invisible. Mm-hmm. It was no. The first floor is the one on the street. And I, you should have seen my face on Thursday. It was like that one meme from The Wire when the guy's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'd tell it to you. Anyway, and then the other one mm-hmm. was that I was at the airport, and I saw that my bag weighed like 50-something, and I Girl. almost had a stroke because I forgot they were in pounds and not kilos. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I mean, I know I did some shopping, but I don't think I went that crazy. Like, it wasn't that much. Like, yeah. how could it be this? And it was pretty much empty when I brought it because I knew I'd be bringing You're stuff bring back. yourself some cheese back. And I was like, what on earth? And then I was like, wait, you mean it's not over? She's like, no, it's not over. I'm like... Really? Check that again. <laughs> She's like, You're like, what? <laughs> Just let the lady or man do his job. And yeah, and so I realized, oh, kilograms, not pounds. And so <laughs> there was another instance that I can't remember, but there was three things that happened that week. And I'm like, oh, okay, I've been in Nairobi long enough. <laughs> It kind of makes you happy, though. It's like that feeling when yeah. you land in Nairobi and you're like, oh, I'm home. Yeah. And I'm going to sit in traffic for the next three hours. Yeah. So that was me. No uh, no complaints. It was good. I ate so much food. My stomach, my soul is full. Are full. So fit. I'm so happy. Oh, amazing. Oh, I love that. <sighs> anyway, you. You make me feel. Um, yeah. I have two stories as well. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Why am I We're already... Take these... You're always never ready. I'm always... Their... I'm... Okay. I'm always worried when it comes to you. Okay. I'm enlisting people's support. Okay. In this. All right. So, one of my dear friends mm. uh, is getting married in December, and we've talked about... She's asked me to be in her bridal party. Right. Um, and so, one of my bridal party duties, I get a message on the weekend being like, hey, I could really use your support with this thing. Her wedding is not in Nairobi, mm-hmm. which is fine. So it just means that we need to get the cake maker to make it in Nairobi and take it to where this wedding is happening, which is probably like five hours away, five or six hours away driving. Okay. Still in Kenya. Still in Kenya. All right. Um, and so I'm like, and she, so she's asked me like, hey, you're good at this kind of stuff. Can you do some like cake vetting or just do, do you know anybody? Can you give us like three recommendations and then we'll do the testing? But this is the criteria. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, of course I can. Um, do you want to know what the criteria is? I was going to say, the criteria... What questions would you ask? Flavors? Okay. Yeah. Uh, icing? Okay. Uh, honestly, that's it for me. Okay. I'm pretty... And what would be your option like, for your own wedding cake? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, I've, re- I've recently discovered that red velvet is a ruse and a lie. Like, it doesn't really exist. What? Like, it doesn't... It's just flavored or like I don't believe food, that food coloring and some yeah so I ever and also I've had really bad red velvet so I yes. don't get the big deal about it so I was gonna say red velvet and I realized no I don't very know. good red velvet with cream cheese icing uh frosting and then life-changing okay okay my next trip home 
Yeah. Uh, so these I, were, I don't know other those than those two criteria. So my the, like the three criteria that I was working on was oh and distance. Cost. Yeah. 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 So it was distance. Mm. So making sure because where this. Yeah, it turned out we needed to get this cake made in Nairobi and then have Move different it. layers of it mm-hmm. and then have it assembled where the wedding is taking place. Right. So I was like, okay, got that. Um, and then I was like, what kind of flavors? And she was like, well, I'm thinking about carrot cake. Ooh. And in my head I was like, I'm a supportive friend and bridesmaid, but I'm allergic to carrots. So girl, we have to pick something else. Ha, <laughs> okay. So carrot cake was out and then red velvet was the other option. And then I was like, wait a second, thinking about the cost. How, like, cake is, butter is really expensive in Kenya right now. It's like 8 to $10. Right. So, and you need a lot of butter and cakes generally. So just like, this is going to be also the most expensive thing at your wedding. That's not even the part that I was, like, taken aback by. Okay. So, but I'm, like, on it. I was like, we'll figure out a way. We'll find it. <clears throat> Till I get to the question for how many people. I'll pick a number. 600. 500. So that's accounting for half of the people to have cake, I think. No joke. What? I'm sourcing a cake for 500 people. That's multiple cakes, right? Isn't that how that works? So apparently there's, so I've been asking around and doing all this research and apparently there's like different, like have, apparently in Kenya having stacked cakes is really important and like there's not all cakes. Not all cakes. Yeah. Hashtag not L- all cakes. Literally, <laughs> hashtag not all cakes. Let them eat cake and not all cakes are equal. Um... This is so intense. Because you have, like, apparently spent a lot of money on, like, the tear stuff, which is, like, what the yeah. couple feed each other and photos are in. But you got to have it, like, or, like smash stacked. in their faces. Yeah, which I'm always like, could you not? I mean, all that you- makeup, that, that's expensive makeup. Yeah. Don't do that. And then you have, like, second-tier cake for, like, your guests that maybe are in the back and didn't get first-tier cake. Uh-huh. Um, and they get, like, just pre-cut, pre-wrapped pieces. So they didn't come from the original cake. Okay. Why don't you just get them cupcakes? Because I don't know if it would be unacceptable, I think, for older generations to have cupcakes. I don't know, but I'm trying to find out. Because that would be my solution. I. Well, when was the last time you saw your grandma eat a cupcake? I can't think of the last time I saw mine. Well, I never met my grandmother, so... <laughs> not, I don't have an Sorry, answer. Sorry, too soon. You know what I mean? I don't have an answer to that question. Uh, but I also feel like... It's whatever the bride wants. And if grandma's going to eat a cupcake, grandma's going to eat a cupcake. What does the bride want? It's her wedding. Or the bride and the groom. <laughs> I love that. I love that you Sorry, reeled I to, that back in. Yeah, I had to add the fact that, yes, a man is participating. It's not just about her. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this is one of my, like... Actually, listeners, if you guys have any good cake suggestions who can meet all those requirements in Nairobi, shoot us an email. I... I don't know. I feel like... Am I just getting the sense that this is way too complicated and she should just get a cake? What do you mean, get a cake? Like the one that it, we had at Gabernandos's wedding. And that also came with cupcakes. Yeah, but this isn't for 500 people. That is true. And then Numsa ate the cupcake wrapper. <laughs> Hi, Numsa. Hi, Numsa. Uh, That's how this podcast started. That is true. Hmm, anyway. Um, tell me more about your life. What else have I missed? So the, uh, the jig or the ruse is up within my family. That sounds ominous. Yes. So I was in the car with my parents. We were running errands my last day at home. Um, Are you about to be a big sister? <laughs> wow. That would be... The jig really would have been up for you. That would have been really unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> a little addy. Actually, I think the world could use... Of course you think that. The world could use, as my people say. Molecules. A little addy wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> 
Although it would be awkward. Little Addie would be that girl from... Um, Diane from Blackish. Yes, I know. exactly. Diane from Blackish is actually my but future daughter. Ethiopian. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already... I'm, I am so nervous <laughs> knowing the amount of shade that is going to come my way from a tiny human. And know that I probably brought it upon myself. Yeah, get ready. I know. But I'm excited for it. <laughs> um, so I was in the car with my parents, and my dad says something like, yeah, you know, we shared... So I had sent my... So my bio is up on the... <laughs> I know where this is going. Yes. <laughs> you always say that. <laughs> and then it's never right. And then it's never right. <laughs> so... I think this is going the arranged marriage route, just for the... No. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. All that, well, we have a family vacation coming up. That could easily be Your something. bio, your LinkedIn. No, so I sent my parents my bio for my new employer. Like, yeah. hey, it's up now, it's real, whatever. Of yeah. course, my dad was like, you know, this photo, did it, like, he had suggestions. I'm like, dad, I didn't send this to you for feedback. <laughs> no, just, no, this is where you just say, I just, you're doing great. Yeah, Keep it up, daughter. I, I just sent this to you so you can have it for your reference. Yeah. I didn't send this for you to tell me <laughs> that the photo. The lighting should, is a little bit yeah, off in the he back. Was like, you know, because I was like a, uh, not a monument, but, you know, one of those old DC buildings of me, course there was. With the, you know, the stone kind of fence. And, and did so, you have the pose where you're looking over your right shoulder? No, I was looking straight at the camera. And then Were he, you smiling? I was smiling. Okay. And then he, and then he's like, oh, that barrier is going through your face. You should change it. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't, I didn't ask that. This F- is Photoshop. I just, anyway. Anyway, so he brought that up again in the car. I'm okay. like, I, I got that via text. Thanks, dad. Um, he's like, so in any case, I know I sent him this bio and that's what I think he's talking about. So he's like, hey. I, so we sent this to, you know, a few cousins and, you know, a few friends, you know, the usual suspects in terms of African Ethiopian names. And so I'm thinking, okay, great. You know, what do they say? Like, oh, they're so proud. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Like, tell them I say hi. And then my dad says, do you know what we're talking about? And I said, the bio that I sent you, right? He's like, no, your TED Talk. And I was like, what? Wait a second. <laughs> I was like... I haven't even watched... I it. haven't watched the whole thing yet either. I haven't even watched his TED Talk. I haven't sent but this to told, you. we told the internet that we were going to put it out. And I still haven't done that yet. Girl, you got to get on it. So I was like, Dad, first of Wait, all... Oh, man. So, I then didn't he even, said, so, oh, so you have this show with a South African girl? And my mom was like, yeah, you didn't tell us. <laughs> like, oh, God. Wait, you never told them that you were part of a podcast? No. Addie. Yes, that's my name. <laughs> or Ade. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. No, I've never told them. Wait, how did they get it? That's what I said. So this is the best The part. internet, though. Google. So I said, Dad, what were you doing <laughs> <laughs> on American Online? What were you doing to find this? Like, I don't understand. Wow. What, what, what could have possibly led you to this, knowing that I didn't give it to you, and I haven't shared it with anyone else, so it didn't come from Yet. Nubia. Yeah. It didn't come from anyone, so, or anyone that I know. So who? And he's like, well, you know, Adi, we don't see you anymore. So I went to Google to this find you. That's so cute. That's so cute. And I'm like, this is the most African thing, or the Ever. most African dad response. It's like, well, we don't see you anymore. So we went to Google to find you. <laughs> like, 100% what? though. What is that? So anyway, and then he's like, yeah, you know, this TED Talk. What does TED stand for? Is that Ted Rose? <laughs> Wait, seriously, he said that? Yes. And he was being serious? Well, of course he knows it's not that. He's okay. like, but who is TED? Is it short for something? Like, you know, Ted Rose? And I'm like... I love him. Then he's like listening to her jokes. And uh, well, he didn't. Li- no, I'm just like, ah, oh, you see, I'm so flustered. I can't even talk. I'm like, Dad, how do you know about this? What? I didn't send this to you. Wait, you think he's gonna start listening? Got it. No. Shout Got out. Eddie's no. no. dad. Dad. Write us a listener letter. No, do not do that. 
you should you should turn <laughs> off your phone now, Dad. <laughs> Just stop what you're doing. Go take a walk. I know you like walks. <laughs> Go do that instead. Take so, a walk every other week at when the release date. Yeah. Exactly. So. I just like the fact that he made the same joke that I did. And I'm like, this is how I really know I'm my father's daughter. Yeah. Which, if anyone who knows me and knows him knows. Who needs paternity testing? I'm, I'm very, I'm just him. Okay. I'm him, but me at the same time. And then I have a, like, a salt bay dash of my mother in there when it comes to, like, my personality and my ability to, like, embarrass myself but not feel bad about it. Because she's very much, she's totally fine with getting a laugh if she looks crazy. It doesn't matter to her. And that's me, too. But no, I, the fact that he found it, I'm like, what? And the fact that he had that response, wow. so why did you see this? And the fact that he made the Ted Rose joke, I'm like, this, you, this, is the most dad, wow. this is the most you thing you've ever done, dad. I just wonder if my parents are also on the Googles. I don't know, but they, they found it and they shared it with people without me knowing. Oh my gosh. And so my aunt That makes like, me anxious because I'm involved in that too. Well... So you're now oh, the South African girl I have a show with. Excellent. By the way. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take it. I was like, Mom, her name is Namusa. I'll take it. No, no, no. You don't need a name. That's also an African thing. Uh, yeah, that's like, true. Like, when people are talking about your boyfriend, somebody would be like, uh, your, your little friend can get as well. That's <laughs> <Your little laughs> such an African dad. So now I'm referring to all of my friends' boyfriends as your little friend. Your little friend. Or girlfriend. I'm not one of your little friends. Yeah. That's what I'm saying to my future daughter, Diane, <laughs> from Blackish. I'm not one of your little friends, girl. Anyway, so that's... Uh, yeah, the secret's out. Mom and Dad know that I have a podcast. <laughs> and it's only going to go south real quick. It's only been a year. <laughs> you know. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that's my story. I hope they get, like, uh, Google alerts. No, why are you putting that evil on me? Stop. Why is it evil? I don't want them to what know. I connected to you. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> that was such an insincere, sincere face. You put that away. Anyway, that's all. That that's all I've got. That's that's the jig. The jig is up. They now know. Um, Lord, I hope they don't listen to the Tinder episode. They're gonna have some thoughts about my South African little friend if they listen to that. So you don't want them to listen to Musa or the New Year New Thought. Exactly. You don't. I. Are you sure you want them to listen? I don't think you do. Oh, I definitely don't want them to listen to my. Yeah. <laughs> you see. Wow, girl, I forgot about that. I was just, yeah, like, you, thought, you thought it was just me. Shade at you, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, you see how quickly that know. turned around? Yeah, I guess, like, my last catch-up story is I heard Benj described as the hype man's hype man who got a record deal. No! Yes. That's not nice. No. Um, is it true, though? Okay, your face says a little bit. I like the song Emergency. That's also the only yeah, thing Yeah, the, the other thing, the song is, like, he has, like, some bangers. Okay. Who says bangers? How old am I? I say bangers. Okay, good. I'm also, my nickname was Grandma in high school, so. <laughs> I've been old for you're, a long time. And you're sitting in. And I'm sitting in drinking tea. Yeah. Yeah. With your hair in a bun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we just kind of, we had a great time. A really good group of people. Um, we went in the afternoon. Kuroga Festival, uh, for those who don't know, is, it, well, Kuroga is kind of like a, Massive eat up and drink up. Yeah. Originally started by, I think, Asian men. So South Asian men, actually. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then was adopted by kind of Kenyans all over. Okay. Um, but I would say like the typical demographic at a Kroga, not that I have, not a Kroga festival, but like a Kroga where you bry. You, an, you actual an actual grilling Kroga. session. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a grilling session for men, probably between 50 to 65. 18 to 35 in Ethiopia? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> our, our, 
This, could, core be, this could be a new core demographic. I know. We, we, should, really should. we should have a live show at a Kuroga. I already feel uncomfortable thinking about that, but okay. All right. We really got to, yeah, broaden the pool. Okay. So, yeah, we had a great time, but I was, yeah, just all that to say, I was a little bit disappointed with Debenja's performance. Oh, that's I didn't know enough songs. Okay. Um, and the venue, so they change it from Arboretum to Carnivore Grounds, which is like... Oh, why? Too, too many tickets or too many people rather? I think. Okay. Which is like a good problem to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was like, there was a lot of people there. And, like, people stayed to dance even when the music was off. I love that part of Kuroga, when the yeah. DJ comes on and you're just with your friends and yeah. having a And you time. grab your blankets in your purse because you don't want anybody to jack your phone. Wow, that took a turn. But, yeah, no, that's, that's true. true. That is real life, though. Yeah. Did you go to Whiskit? No, I don't do, as we've talked about. Oh, yes. I do not do public but- forums. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing in your face. I'm just... Laughing in your face. Laughing in your face. Because I'm probably on phone six. Well, then you were at Whiskey, or you were at DeBange, though. I was, everything was very closely locked up, and it was during the day. Whiskey is at night. Okay. For some reason, I feel like bad things happen at night. Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. That is a fact. Oh, no. I was talking about, like, 8.30, like, when it was dark. Wow. Okay. It also rained that day, but the people who said, who went to Whiskey really says, like, he has an incredible stage presence. I've heard. I'm not saying DeBange didn't. Like, I'm not out yeah, here yeah. to... Ran on his parade, but I think I just didn't know enough of the bangers. I had a good time because I was there with other people. Yeah, um, and that's the best part about Kuroga, anyway. Yeah, and I just I'm really proud of Nairobi's outdoor yes festival scene. Agreed. And like the artists are getting better and better. Mm-hmm. My heart still thinks that Beyonce is going to come with the twins. <laughs> Sorry, you I'm laugh, not, but not, all dreams are valid. I'm not laughing at your dreams. Good. I'm just laughing at your dreams because when she's here. And you're mm-hmm. also here. Uh-huh. Potentially pregnant with twins. Wait, you're going to be pregnant with twins we don't by know the time she comes what, back? How, we don't know what the future holds. You know she's been to Ethiopia. I was there. Oh, have we had this conversation? Uh, potentially. Every time I talk to Kenyans about this, like, oh, when did she come to get him? Like, she's already been to Ethiopia. And they're like, yeah, but she wasn't really Beyonce when Beyonce was there. She wasn't Beyonce yet. Like, no, she was Beyonce. She was Beyonce. They riding her own tour buses. Like, she was Beyonce. You were Beyonce. Yeah. I'm like, she, don't be like, jealous, no, Kenyans. It was Ella Moody who brought her in. Of course it yeah. was. Have I told you that when a wedding that I went to? That you related to him? No. If I was related to him, I would not be on a podcast with you, my friend. Wow, that's rude. <laughs> It's nothing about the craft. Okay, excellent. Yeah, it's about the art. Yeah, it's about the, it's about the money that we're rolling in. Um, yeah, no, uh, all the zeros that are in my bank account before. In our de- collective bank account. Before the decimal point, not after. <laughs> but, but in any case, I, I went to a, a wedding that was sponsored by Ella Moody. Wait. Or, or paid for it by Ella Moody. Okay, I was like, so he, sponsor. Yeah, this wedding brought to you by Ella Moody. Uh, so I went to a wedding where um, I think the groom was one of his associates or someone that worked with him very closely. Mm. And the kind of... Oh, by the way, Alamudi is the richest man in Ethiopia. Is that still the case? I don't know. That's and a good question. Ethiopian half Yemeni? Okay, so his story is very... Unclear. unclear. Like, he's from this yeah. place, he's from this place, he's this... But he's he, desperate, he's like us. But he's Saudi, but he's Yemeni, but he's this, but mm. he's that, but he has an oil block. But, but he's definitely like, Ethiopian. Yeah, there's... Somewhere. There's yeah, somewhere, yeah. yes. Um, and so he's made his money, and uh, and the story goes that when it comes to his close associates, he's very generous, nice. very very giving. Good. Uh, he owns the Sheraton, which I still think is the most beautiful hotel in Africa slash in the world. Yeah. I mean, I know that's like a big claim, but it's beautiful. I love that. It hotel. was the only five star for ages in Ethiopia. 
Really? No, in like along East Africa. Really? Yeah, all the way oh. down to I think outside of South Africa, I think it was the only I think it was the first five star hotel. I wouldn't be surprised, but yeah. it is it's a stunning hotel. And it's actually they've kept it up pretty well, I'm surprised. But it's also smack dab in the middle of like abject poverty. What else in Africa isn't like that? <laughs> I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I yes. <laughs> Hashtag goals. And, is that what you're- and what else is new, Namusa? <laughs> to have a nice thing surrounded by things that are not so nice. That is that is here, unfortunately. Um, so in any case, so the wedding was held at the Sheraton, um, and he was handing out. So the tradition in Ethiopia, and Nigeria has this tradition too, and a lot of other people have this tradition of like putting money on people when they're dancing or dancing particularly well. And so he came out not with the singles like we're used to in America. He's like dollar dollar bill, y'all. Maybe a five, maybe a twenty if you're really doing well. Homeboy came out with the 500 euro notes. I didn't even know they made 500 euro notes. I didn't either. And you know how you don't know about these things? Because we don't have these those things. These are not our problems. So people are going nuts. Like, those shoulders are going, girl. Like, woo! Like, people are arms are getting... Working for that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's one guy... It's a health and safety concern at this point. <laughs> the, one, the one guy's like, me, 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 me. Like, you know, for me, for me, for me. Lene, Lene, Lene. And... It was the most... I, I remember looking at it from afar, like, this is an anthropological study. Like, this is just... Mm. Isn't that a PhD dissertation think, waiting to happen? Now I'm thinking, why wasn't I in the circle myself? Like, I should have gotten a few hundred euros out of that. But I wasn't... I was just... I was so in shock about what was going on. Um, but in any case, that is my... That's a great story. I don't know how we led into this, but yeah. Shall we move into Africa Rising? Yes. That's you this week. That is me. Shaka. Stop. Um, I, so actually in keeping with our music theme, which is only right because of who our guest will be later today. Um, and you know, speaking of Beyonce and Wizkid and Debunge and all that stuff, uh, in the past week, so this is my Africa rising, um, in the past week, week, uh, we have had four pretty big acts, um, from the continent doing some really good things. So, uh, Petra Ranking who did My Woman, My Woman, My Everything. You know that song? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, so Probably he so. Uh, performed at Reggae Sunfest, which is the largest reggae concert in the world in Montego Bay, in Jamaica. Uh, Sign me up. Yes, I know. And then Wizkid debuted on the Billboard 200, which is really impressive. That's a Don Jazzy blessing. Um, not to mention a few months ago, Teddy Afro debuted number one on the Billboard, I think, world chart. How? I, I, was too, I too was surprised, but I was... I sounds great, but, but I was like, also very proud, and really... A, I didn't know uh, that... Uh, that a moment. <laughs> see what I did there? I do see what you did there. Say that again for the people in the back. No. What was that? No. Say it again. They ha- you can pause it and rewind it. No! <laughs> You're going to make fun of my... No! I'm that was actually really it. good. That I... I you should do- insert that. Oh, we don't have rights, but... Have we? Has that stopped us before? You just need to remember the lem lem part. Lem lem, yeah. Um, and then Black Coffee got a Beats mm. 1 show. Amazing. Um, and then Mr. Easy, who I love mm, yes. the it's song... Yes, it's like Easy. Yeah. I love the song... UG official also. Okay. I- <laughs> I like the song Leg Over, personally. That's, like, my new thing. It's like you're stretching leg like your groin. Leg Over. What? Okay. No, when you do your leg... When you my do baby, the, give me Leg Over. You, you know, do the Leg Over movement. I have a story about Leg Over first, but uh, after this. But anyway, yeah. so he <laughs> performed on uh, the late night show with James Corden in the U.S., and he's actually the uh, um, Apple Music Up Next artist. 
I followed him on Instagram, so it's real. We all go together. Yeah, so I was really, and I love James Corden. Now, I'm just waiting for like a WizKid carpool karaoke. That would, that be, would be amazing. I know, hence, hence why I'm waiting for it. I think that would be so cool. You put that on the universe. I've been manifesting all kinds of things. Don Jazzy, make it happen. I know. <laughs> if, if anyone anybody really could make that happen. If anyone can actually make this happen, Don Jazzy, it's you. Um, so, no, Af- African music, sorry, not African music, music from the continent, rather, has done really, really well in recent times. And I wanted to give that a shout as Africa Rising. We all know that pop culture is a really great ambassador for different you know, countries. A lot of people know South Korea because of K-pop and K-drama and Korean dramas and same, um, same thing with novellas and, you know. Interesting lo- that you started with Korea. Well, that's, you know. Your home, your K-pop, K-pop has my heart. Um, you'll hear episode 21, the introduction I do for 21. It's related to South Korean music, by the way. Get ready, Nemusa. Uh, I'm ready. Um, so yeah, and that all of that information came from a Twitter account called Africa Fact Zone. Um, so I want to shout them out for putting awesome. all that info together. But yeah, that's Africa Rising this week. We've had a lot of great musicians from the continent: Nigeria, South Africa, Ethiopia, probably a lot of other people that I don't know about um, that have done really well on the international global that's stage. Like Southeast, West. Just yeah, doing it. Yeah, all we just awesome. need is North, and I'm sure North did something. We I just need don't for know. sure in Central. Yeah. We always forget about Central. And, well, they've been killing it for a long time, the Congolese, with their, you know, Roomba and stuff. Um, But also, related to this, is when I was at home, I was surprised by how much Nigerian music I heard out in the clubs. Because just a few years ago, that really wasn't the case. But, like, on a Drake mix or just, like, a full song? No, no, no. Like, leg over, you would hear Yeah. Wow, and I was Exactly. And I was stunned. And I remember I was like... Hey! I know this news. <laughs> I was like, I know this. This is easy. And then all the other like hip hop came out. And I'm like, wait, I need a translator. Sorry. What's this? Raindrop, a drop, what top? Drop what top? Who? Huh? Um, so no. It was, so yeah. To bring it all together, considering who our guest is later today. Yeah. So that's my Africa rising. So I guess I'm tasked with Africa still rising, which you know I always struggle to find and to deliver with pizzazz. Um, Legover. Mm. Sorry. What does that mean? Oh my god, I was waiting for you to tell me or okay. ask me because I forgot. Because <laughs> I forgot. Hey, I, what does Legover mean? Because I forgot to tell you what my story was, and even though I said I'll tell you my story later. Okay. So I always thought when I was listening to the song at first that it was leftover. Or like your leftover. My leftover food. food. My baby give me her leftover mac and cheese or like leftover. I mean it's leftovers. Pizza. Whatever. Same, same, but different. <laughs> anyway, so I'm thinking, oh, that's like really nice because food means a lot to me. So if I'm giving you my food, that's important. It's love, really. That's, I, that's my love language. Yeah. So <laughs> in addition to memes and, you know, other comedy. Gifts. But <laughs> gifts. But, gifts um, or gifs? Gifs. I think yes. it's a hard G. I think. I just rolled my eyes. Like no, the person who created the, that file format says it's gif. Well, I trust that person. So, I mean, he gets the right to say what it is because he made it. So I've been thinking this whole time that it was leftover or leftovers. Leftovers, yeah. And then I'm watching Champions League. Yeah. Do you know what Champions League is? Of course I do. The way you just... Do not do that because the way you looked... (laughs) No, that that eye roll was about like, wait, you watch Champions League. That's what that was about. How do you not know this about me? I love football slash soccer. Who's your team? Real Madrid. Fine. I'll take it. What is yours? Don't say, say Arsenal. Yes, we can have a podcast forever. <laughs> I really, really, really don't like Arsenal. Why don't you like Arsenal? Because the last two people that I have dated have been... <laughs> Honestly, this is... Is that because thing. the last two people you've dated have been Kenyan, and that's like the only team Kenyans like? No, and there's a lot of people in Ethiopia, too. It's all over the East. Like, West yeah. is more Chelsea, 
East is Arsenal. Def- South is Manu. Yeah. There are some Manu in Kenya, but it's so all I'm, I'm a Manu through and through, which is why. Oh, okay. But almost that is like a political statement against <laughs> just because previous ex-boyfriends. You're just trying to be difficult. Okay. Keep things fresh, you know. All right. I hope your parents weren't listening to that part of the day. <laughs> Hi, mom. Okay, Hi, dad. So, leg over. So, Sorry. Like, so, I, so, the song comes on while we're watching at the bar, and I'm singing wrongly, leftover. No, they didn't give me leftover. And then one of the guys that I was this watching. This is why people, like. I know. I'm also. Ask, think you're. Ask my best friend. I am notorious for not caring whether or not I get lyrics correct when Fair. I sing them. They're just a construct. Life is short. It's more sing a. Sing wrong lyrics. It's a guideline yes. for what things could or should be. Yes. It's not a necessity. So I'm singing loud and wrong. And proud. And no. proud. And so the guy says, no, 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 it's leg over. I'm like, wait, what? Leg over? So then I'm thinking, oh, like, she's dancing over me or she's dancing for me or something like that because my baby give me leg over. Please don't ruin this for me. I'm, I'm about to ruin this oh. So what it is, and, and the Champions League tie-in makes sense here because leg over is actually a move in soccer, which I knew, but I didn't realize that that's what he was talking about. It's like when you kind of do the fake, like you're, you yeah. move your leg over and then you go the yeah, other yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah. I so, the, so the song is about how she is actually deceiving him. So we went oh. from, she was I giving him, West Africans for that. she was giving me her leftover food, which I thought was really sweet and thoughtful to know she's taking money from a guy in London and giving him leg over and confusing him with her bum bum. Yeah, oh, I thought bomb, it was bomb bomb, like B O M B. Isn't it like I thought? I, there's no way that's what it is. Isn't that he's talking about her bum, right? Like I her, would her butt. B U M. Yeah, that's what I thought. So he's confusing. She's distracting him with that, taking the money from the guy in London, and then doing the like and deceiving him in real time. So yes, it's that is that's the story. That's why it's it's amazing. He's looking at her like a snack. No. Wrong use of that? Yeah. I'm still crying. (laughs) That's not how you make that happen. Okay, but explain to me what snack means, because this is my favorite new line. That I brought to you, yes. Okay. Uh, So tell our listeners what it means. Looking like a snack just means, like, looking tasty, looking yummy. (laughs) Like, what do you think a snack is, Namusa? snacks, that's why. Well, now you know how to use it. We just really digressed. Africa's still rising. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to take a turn south real quick. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay, I'll do it it quick. That's why we do both at the same time. You know. At the same Um, time. So, okay. The headline is that um, Joyce Banda, who's the former Uh president of... Malawi. uh, Yeah, Malawi. um, There's been an arrest warrant issued for her. What? Yeah. What? So I'll just read uh, a little piece of this. So okay. This is from the National Post. Uh, but it's police in Malawi have issued an arrest warrant for former President Joyce Benda, saying investigations have found credible evidence in brackets linking her to theft of public money. The next part is that oh. Benda is currently in the United States. Okay. Um, so police say they have notified all Interpol member countries of the arrest warrant. So why this is a still rising other than... Yikes. Yeah, exactly. Yikes is the right word. Um, but, like, she, yeah, she really united the country. Yes. And has been viewed for a long time as, like, a really incredible, like, female leader in power, mm-hmm. uh, president. Um, she did a lot for, like, women and girls' rights and health. Um, so I don't want this to be true. I just want, like... Innocent until proven guilty. No, I agree. 
Um, and also, she started off her presidency by like selling off the various limos or cars that yeah. the 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 the, the mini- previous the, president exactly, or like the executive office had yeah. as property to cut down on corruption exactly, or to cut down on costs and like and mm-hmm. and public waste of public funds. So I remember that was her. Yeah. That was like one of her first things that she did. Well, let's well let's just have some faith. Yeah, but it, I think it's also we're also in an interesting time globally because that's happening. But also, if you're following what's happening in Latin America. Um, or Brazil, particularly in Brazil, but yeah. there's like other surrounding countries that this is starting to happen in, that their judiciaries are so strong and their legal systems are so strong that people that have like pop- populous folks, right? Um, so like Lula, for example, mm-hmm. um, that people like love, love, yeah. love, love, um, but get found guilty. Like the courts take them down. And so like I... Wish we would have that in a, another country, maybe to the much further north that you may or may not be from. Um, but testing the systems to make sure that regardless of how... Is that shade to the U.S.? 100%. <laughs> okay. But it just took you a little while to... I was like, I feel to the north Ethiopia? Like, what, where north of who? Okay, got it. I, yeah. I'm with you now. Um, so yeah, that's my Africa still rising. I would hate for that to be the case. But also, if it is the case, then um, yeah, no, I, nobody's above the law, including presidents. Our faves. Okay. Well, that did take a turn. (laughs) On that wonderful (laughs) note. Would, if she is found to be guilty, just to bring it all together. I'm going to follow her on Twitter. We could say that she uh, did a leg over, if you will. See how what I did there? Wink face. Aggressive wink face. I still think leg over is like something sexual, though. No, it's not. Are you sure that they just... I'm positive. I'm positive. Listen to the lyrics of the song. She they see me as a Johnny just come. Oh. Like I just got here. Like I don't know what's going Like I was born yesterday. Why does he refer to her as my baby then? Because they're dating, but she's defe- deceiving him. But then why are they still dating? That's what the song is about. Maybe he broke up with her after he, done- he was finished singing. I don't know. We'll have to ask him. <laughs> Mr. Easy. Come on the show. Please. We won't do a leg over on you. I was going to say like give us a leg over. And I was like, no, that's not the no, right. No, don't do that. You can perform leg over. Yeah. Uh, but do not under any circumstances. Give us like give all that. Yeah, don't do that. That's not nice. All right. So speaking of music, time to go into our interview. season a boutique full-service music entertainment agency uh, the fifth season exists to bring unique talent and distinctive music to the universe and as an african boutique 360 degree entertainment marketing agency they are the home of growing and diverse of a growing and diverse roster of recording artists writers producers pop culture talent and associated event platforms this is the company that has brought you breakout artists such as trezor and aka please welcome the mayor of joburg <laughs> nanel <laughs> That's such an awesome, a wonderful title. <laughs> oh, no, she is, though. No, I believe it. Yeah. Well, so thank you. Welcome. Thank you for being thank here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me and for having me. So this is a big question to start off with, but tell us the journey 
the professional journey you've had uh, to to working on fifth season and being one of the few women on the continent that works in this entertainment media marketing agency space at this level, right? Yeah, yes. probably. I think, well, the, the journey of the fifth season officially began, I think, in 2011. I guess that's when we registered the company. Um, it's taken, it's evolved since then. You know, we started a, a marketing um, and events agency. And I think what we have now is a, is a full service music and creative entertainment agency that operates very broadly. Um, based from Johannesburg, but, you know, across the continent and internationally. My personal or professional uh, background is extremely diverse. Um, I am a woman that wears many hats. I always have. I, I actually use the new term that I think um, Emily Wapnick has termed, multi-potentialite. Uh, ah, yes. I like that. I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, when I found that, I, I actually found like a little um, box to actually describe. I think, um, you know, this person that does a lot of different things always has and um, it probably stay that way. Mm-hmm. So even my, my job title that you described me have, that's my job title this quarter within my business. Um, and it's going to, you know, before that, I, I, my business card said um, user experience master, which referred more to my um, marketing focus in that we have in our business end users that are both consumers, the media, the industry as a whole, and somebody needs to look after the marketing and the reputation of the fifth season to all of those stakeholders. So... That was my title, and we took that from, you know, that's a title that's commonly used in technology or, or you mm-hmm. know, software companies when there's an app. Um, but it applies to our business as well, and we just, yeah. Yeah, so my next question for you would be, what do you wish someone had told you about entertainment management before you got started? Um, I think I've actually received and probably taken very little advice about the industry that we're in. I think most of the lessons that I've heard, I've learned, I've learned by doing, probably doing and failing on occasion, and then and then just learning from that and taking that um, forward. I think um, it's just one of those industries, especially because it's still developing in South Africa. And so you don't almost want to take the previous business models into account when you're creating something else. Mm -hmm. And you have to actually push forward and and be prepared to be a pioneer um, and be the first one to try something out, whether or not, you know, you you, you hope it's a calculated risk um, and that it pays off. But um, you kind of have to be prepared to take those chances and risks um, and not follow what's been done in the past, not follow the old way of doing things. Um, that's not, and with, outside of our African context, I think internationally, the music industry itself has changed so much um, over the last decade. Um, and it's still continuing, um, you know, there's still many, so many developments to keep up with relating to distribution of music, music streaming platforms, um, income streams. Um, and that's why, you know, even our company, you described it as a 360. That's one of the big changes in the music industry um, that we've had to, we've decided to adopt. What does 360 mean for our listeners? Um, So it's just that we're a record label and then the management company for our talent as well. So um, we would build a revenue model for that talent that would extend to everything from the music creating and products that we would then sell. Mm -hmm. And then our job beyond that would be to create demand for those artists. So on stage for their performances, um, in TV campaigns, um, for brands and sponsors, for merchandise, um, and we would look after all of those streams. So what current talent that's out there right now would you sell a kidney to manage? That is not currently working with us. Exactly. Good answer. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> I think that's actually that's an easy question. There, I, I would not. Um, yeah. Mm. No. I thought your answer was going to be Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would not. Uh, well, okay, so that's um, that's an interesting question because I think part of the excitement of the work that I do is growing somebody to be mm. at a really popular mm-hmm. sort of like yeah. top of their career, which arguably the person you mentioned is. Yeah. Um, we have a, a, a very strong interest in, I think, seeing that journey develop mm. and maybe also a strength in, in, in what, you know, the work we've done so far probably shows that. Um, so it's something that I think we enjoy the yeah. process of. I think the other thing that I believe is that um, talent has to be ready for management and they need to, it's not something that you can pitch out easily. Um, and so you're actually better off having somebody come to you, which fortunately I think we've been in a position to. I think most of the artists and the clients we work with now are people that have either approached us directly and persisted to sort of, you know, <laughs> build with us, or it's just come organically out of um, conversations or referrals. You know, you meet people in the industry and you start a conversation and then something comes from that. I don't think we've ever pitched our services to a particular talent, and I'm not sure if that'll change. Mm-hmm. That's Fair. a good position to be in, I think. I, I think it's not, and I'm not. It's not actually coming from a position of, of arrogance yeah, at all. No, no, no. It's just that if you if it doesn't happen like this, if it doesn't happen organically, you you're starting off the relationship with, uh, you know, it's a completely yeah. different footing. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, where would you like to see if it's in, let's say, five years' time? what success looks like for you. So you, for the company, but also then for you personally as it relates to the company. Mm. So I think, I mean, I'd like to see the talent that we have right now um, grow from strength to strength um, in terms of their popularity, their commercial success um, in South Africa, in Africa and internationally. We say the galaxy actually, Mm. because you never know when there's a new planet that's going to be founded and don't want to limit ourselves. But um, uh, I also think, you know, we've, we've, we've started just broad, looking at ourselves more broadly within the entertainment space. And so the talent that we're inviting uh, to work with us now is beyond music. Um, so we've always played within the entertainment space and, you know, music obviously translates into TV. And then if you look more broadly, the music is content. Um, and then we can look at other kinds of content that we can now start creating. So we, we create like albums. Like podcasts? Like that podcasts. That was a shameless self-promotion. <laughs> <laughs> and now please yeah. slide into your DMs let after your this. Ma- let me be your manager. <laughs> yeah. Life, exactly. Podcasts, music, um, TV, film. Um, there's, a, there's, there's, there's more scope for us to grow into creating those kind of content. And so we recently started working with, um, you know, taking on non-recording talent, mm. which means that they have nothing to do with music. So they could Ooh. be TV presenters, on-air personalities on radio, comedians, reality TV stars, models. and Sign us up for all of it. Yeah. Every yeah. single yeah. one of those we are here for. We can do all of those. All of them. Really? Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. No, we'll chat. We'll chat on this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, what is the most outrageous? Did I finish answering? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. You totally were like, bang on. Just uh, kind of okay, where cool. you yeah, stopped this in five years. So, you're talking cool. about moving beyond content, and then for you. So, so the, the, just to sum that up, I think I see us growing into um, a content owner and distributor outside of music, but just generally in entertainment made in Africa for the galaxy. For the I galaxy love that. and it's beyond. Such, such a good yeah. Strapline. What is the most outrageous or particular? Rider that you've ever seen or been involved in. 
And a writer, for listeners who might not know, is the list of things that an artist will typically ask for. So like 300 bags of M&M's without the, only yeah, no, ye- no yellow M&M's yeah. or only white roses or et cetera. Yeah. You know, I think you probably find a lot of these really um, extraordinary uh, requests from, I guess, what you would classify as an international artist or so somebody that comes from the US that comes here. I refute the label international artist because I think that a lot of African artists are international artists sure. and we just, you know, we need to start changing that terminology. But um, I also think that the technical rider, the hospitality rider, are super important things that we should actually stop joking about and actually like just respect mm. because artists actually get a lot of like shit about this. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah, 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 You can you can curse into the mic if yeah. you want. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. just as somebody that operates behind the scenes as the manager of that artist, mm-hmm. your your job is to facilitate things and make sure that they deliver the best product that they can. If it's on stage or for TV or whatever it is, and in order to do that, if really if they if like white roses in their dressing room makes them feel happy and puts them in the best creative performance space to go on stage. Dude, do that. What's the problem? Um, there's very few outrageous requests coming from that I've seen from any of the mm-hmm. artists that we work with or, or mm-hmm. that we've, you know, brought in or done a show for. Um, and I, I really, I want to push back on this thing. Like, oh, the artist is being a diva. I actually tell all of my talent, yes, go be a diva. What's the problem? All right. Do you have anything to say about that? But I mean, like, really, I have quite questions. But like, really, yeah. like, only yellow M and M's, for example. Like, someone has to take all of the other colors out. Like, I, I feel like I, that's one where I'm like, okay, I don't mind the roses. <laughs> I buy myself roses every week. I get that. And they make you feel specially. Yeah, house, I have no issues with flowers or something like that. But like the things where it's like someone now has to painstakingly like take out. Five out of six M&Ms. I think that's, like, a little too much. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm sorry. I, th- to I think to me, maybe it's just, like, the the volume of asks, right? Like, but then again, I say this, but my writer would probably be ridiculous. ridiculous. I was going to say, if you, manage, if you manage well. us and we blow up, what are you going to ask I'm, for? I'll ask for, I don't know. Oh. What, what is the most ridiculous quest when you're at the Beyonce level yes. of your career? I like how you said when and not when. Yeah. What, what, are you, what are you going to put on there that's going to, like, we're going to have this conversation about it. She is such a diva. Who does she think she is? Pink bougainvillea. I was thinking coffee. Like really, that's not a writer. No, like really hard to source coffee. <laughs> oh, the one where like the animal poops out the coffee? Yeah, that's disgusting. No. But that's the hard Look to close. source one. The, that version without poop. No, no. I have, to, I have to aim higher. Maybe like... I haven't thought about this. Maybe I we mean, should. Uh, yeah. I mean, is it like... Um, is that What's that ocean f- uh, flower that only grows in the Alps and flowers once a year? Is it I, Edelweiss? I think that's Oh, I know the song. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know the song was... That, that was the... I didn't know that that fact about that flower but I remember the song I, I, I could have seen this in a movie I'm not sure if it's legit like in terms of like, okay. the history of yeah. this plant but yeah maybe you I want, want that maybe you that's, want that. that's what I want yeah. can I have like a hot single guy what is he doing? I don't think those are going to be your problems in the future <laughs> I mean, I'm not that they're your problems in the past that's I not mean, what I'm saying when you're at the Beyonce level I don't think you're right I 
Although, yeah, hmm? like bring a friend. I don't know. Does he just sit there? Does he feed you grapes or you know? Ooh, I like where your head's at. <laughs> I haven't. I clearly haven't thought about this. He doesn't have to feed me grapes. I just need. He just needs to be there and offer support. Like you're a legend. You have to be like the DJ Khaled to my Assad. Like That's you're a legend. One. Yeah. Yeah. We the best music. <laughs> <laughs> like we the best podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's... In the galaxy. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay with that. Now you guys have me thinking about... I know. I'm going to come up with a list. That's awesome. Yeah. When we post this episode, I'm going to like write it all out underneath. Yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. What about you? Would you have a writer? Or is there anything that you would put or want? I, I don't think I have anything outrageous, even, even um, I mean... It doesn't I mean, have to be outrageous, just in general. So, so the, the thing is, I suppose, when I am part of the traveling artist for any of these artists, whatever they request applies to me to a certain extent mm. as well. Mm-hmm. So I sort of just go with whatever's in their head. Like the M&M's. And if they did request, then I will also be eating the yellow M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but no... I'm simple. It's part of, I guess, um, it's part of how I, I think it's part of what my perspective does need to be when you operate behind the scenes. Mm. You really can't think about yeah. it yourself. As right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I guess our final question for you to know um, is how, so we've talked a lot about the business, um, but we want to know more about your life and your role in the business, but particularly how has your personal life changed or how has it been influenced um, by yeah, I guess your engagement with fifth season, but more particularly, like, um, managing successful talent and growing talent. How's about you? I mean, I think I have the same challenges as any entrepreneur that's running a growing, a growing business. Um, you're, you know, you're on demand to your clients, um, especially the, the, the ones that have a lot of activity going on. So, I mean, yeah. that happens at all hours. I think that's, that's not specific to my industry or to the fifth season. That's just in general. Um, and I think... You know, the unique things about the industry, I suppose, are the, to a certain extent, the places that you'll commonly find me in. Um, so I am at shows, I am on the road a lot, yep. um, I am at concerts and, and things like that. So, I mean, and that's, I guess, that is slightly odd hours, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, fintech company may not go through the same <laughs> Uh, lifestyle stuff, but but yeah. So I'm at I'm at I'm at events a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know um, sometimes behind the scenes at media shoots or TV shoots and, and yeah. When you're but when you're when it's not, not involved in work, mm-hmm. do you enjoy going to events as well? Yeah, right. actually. Or sleeping. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess I need my 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 time at home and yeah. all that. You know, downtime. But no, I am quite an events person yeah. anyway. So as I can attest to, yeah, <laughs> she's. I feel like all, there's a story there. She's all, all the testimony. things. <laughs> I no, think she runs the city. I, I no. Well, you do. I'll be there shortly. So I yeah. have, have active social life. Yes. <laughs> Um, nothing wrong. Honest, it sounds like. Nothing wrong with that. I think also a lot of my good friends are people that work in entertainment and marketing and in brand stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So when I am going out to something social with them, mm-hmm. unrelated to my work, although there's lots of crossover often, um, it's sometimes just to see my friends or yeah. to support a friend that's working on something else um, that you want to, you know, just show face at. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to cheat and ask one more question. Uh, so you mentioned earlier that you didn't want African artists to be labeled as such. You prefer them to be called international artists. 
Um, so, for example, and I agree, because Wizkid is an international artist. I mean, right. he's in Kenya, and that is not Nigeria, which automatically makes it international. Exactly. <laughs> so, I totally My get definition. That. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. the words actually mean what it means. Uh, so, I'd like you to speak a little bit more about about that and, and, and that point of view, but also, uh, in your response, kind of touch on where you see some of Africa's artists and, and yeah. the industry going in the next five years. Cool. I mean, what I mean by when I, when I made that statement was just around, um, you know, many people have spoken about this before, but we do diminish the quality of products made in Africa. We do underestimate the, the value and there's a perception about, you know, it being lower quality. I mean, this applies to the manufacturing industry, to fashion mm-hmm. um, and to music and, and other culture, culturally related African products. So it's not a unique thing. And I think it's a perception that is changing. Um, I think it's changing a lot because the view from the international community is they are just dying for music Mm -hmm. made in Africa. Music made in Africa has a very distinctive sound and beat, and it's inspired so many other genres that are considered international genres, like jazz and whatever it is. I mean, Afrobeats as a thread on its own um, very clearly links back to music that is inspired or that comes from Africa, right? So... Mm -hmm. Um, This is, I think, part of, it's a wave. Um, I think it's part of what will push these perceptions away. I think what's been happening on the other side is, I think, more of a a sense of of just like continental African pride that I think is happening. And you can see people demanding more music from their own country. And when you're buying the product, you're contributing to the success of the career of that artist. And that has huge spin-offs for other artists, for building the industry, yeah. for related industries. So, I mean, if you've got great demand for local uh, music, that talent benefits, so do promoters, so do concert uh, owners and, and stadiums and venues and all these things. So so all those things then sort of develop and, and evolves and, and um, everything just gets bigger. And I think that's what's happening now. Mm. Well, thank you, Nanel. So this is... I Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> So we have a segment um, on our show called Right Force or Right Fire. Your face is, yeah, for our Don't listeners, and Nanelle's face is a little bit like, confused. what did I just sign up for? <laughs> it's really not, uh, it's as hard as you want to make it. Um, so we're going to ask you kind of an either or question and just come up with whatever, um, choose an option that comes at the top of your head. Okay. Okay. okay it, cool. it won't be too hard. Okay. No, I'm, Do you want to kick I'm us in, off? Yes. Still or sparkling? Sparkling. You see? wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't. You like, yeah, just, like you this. nailed it. You're like, done. Um, they get progressively maybe more challenging. <laughs> Holiday. East Africa or West Africa? East Africa. And why? I'm here now and I love it. Excellent answer. Well done. Cape Town or Joburg? Oh, really? Yes. Really? Uh-huh. Cape Town. <laughs> really? Cape Town. That's not what I thought the answer was going to be. She's from Cape Seeing Town. As, oh. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I because you're I the mayor of Joburg. I, was like, I know. Okay. I do live in Joburg, but I do. She's the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair. Um, beef or chicken? Beef. Really? Yeah. I also did not expect that, and I don't know why. <laughs> you, you thought she'd be chicken? You yeah. do not know me. I guess. <laughs> I know. Look at this. Chicken and, well, chicken well, or in beef in Cape Town. Yeah, beef in Cape Town. Now we know. Next one. Would you rather have hiccups for the rest of your life or be about to sneeze but never actually sneeze for the rest of your life? I'll take the hiccups. <laughs> I would actually. That was like. I would too. You knew. I would too, <laughs> for sure. Namusa, what about you? Hiccups. Okay, we're wait, all wait, wait, wait. Or like the moment before always? Yeah. No, hiccups. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. why, yeah it's like the lack of relief. I think you would get used to hiccups. 
I think so. Yeah. Will like you I just was... make a beat off that? Would that would be your claim to fame. That, yeah. <laughs> That's the next big thing. You wait for it. Um, okay, and then our final rapid fire question slash forced by fire. Warm towels that have just come out of a dryer mm. or puppies? You know, puppy. I know it sounds cold, but the warm towel. I see what you did there. <laughs> that, was a bait, that was a bait and switch. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I think I would choose the towels too. Yeah. Oh, it's a toss-up for me. Maybe somewhere in the middle. Yeah? Mm. The, the warm towel doesn't demand anything back from you either. <laughs> but also, <laughs> it just gives you love. When it's done being cute, it's, you know. <laughs> like, you can put it back in again. Yeah. yeah. This is why I like cats. <laughs> oh, I hate cats. Ooh. I know, but oh. I love I love cats because they are they maintain themselves. Self-sustaining. Yeah. But if you were an animal, you'd be a cat. Yeah. Sorry. That, that is not shady at wow. all. I, I like, did not mean it like that. Uh-huh. But I feel like if you were an animal, you'd be a cat. Really? Yeah. Kind of know what she means, as opposed to a dog, or in general terms. Yeah, yeah. It's always a cat or a dog thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, okay. A hundred percent a cat. Interesting. I feel like you know someone else told me the other day that they recently when I said I was a cat person, like yeah, I could see that. And the way she said that was, was like that was a bit judgmental. Madness? No, it was, okay. it was a it was somebody else. I'm like, what? I feel like you mean something by that when you say I could see that. Because cat people are generally not thought of in nice terms, but that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, probably I'd be a cat. But I think I'm friendly and like extroverted, so that's the dog side of me. But that's the reason I don't like dogs, because I think they do too much, and I can do too much, and you do too much, too. That's too much. This is a lot. Yeah, it is too much. It's <laughs> too much. I've thought it's about like this. It's like to get an old, other, like, existential... I've thought about this. So you want the warm well, towels, is what you're saying. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> Nanel, thank you so much. Oh, my favorite. This is so incredible. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, Tell the people, the stands, the fans, the soon-to-be stands and fans, how they find you. So you can find us at um, at VTH Season, and you can find me at Nanel Lara, N-I-N-E-L-L-A-R-A. Well done. Uh, And so listeners may not be able to tell, or will not be able to tell this, but we're currently recording in the green room of Coke Studios here in Nairobi. Uh, so can you tell us a bit about what brings you to Nairobi and then how listeners slash us can see the end result and when, if, it, if you know the date. Cool, yeah. So they're shooting season two of Coke Studio Africa, which will come out um, August, September. So you'll see a bunch of really interesting collaborations between artists on the continent where they have just been thrown together for a couple of days to create um, new music um, and remake um, old music, which should be very interesting to see. Um, yeah, so we, I mean, we've had a relationship with Coke for for a while. There's always interesting um, projects on the go, um, and I think it's a brand that sort of is 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 interested in investing in African music. Um, and there's usually a very interesting result from these projects and collaborations. Can you tell us who is who the artist you're here with and who they're collaborating with, or is it not? I cannot disclose that, but oh, it was you so can really have to like wait for it. Ah. Okay. Can Suspense. you say who your artist is though, or no? So I'm here with Trezor. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell us about him? Trezor is um, the greatest African music story of his generation. Wow. I know what the story is, and I agree. But I do not know. The I story. need you. Yeah, you have to tell people. Trezor, we started working with Trezor about two years ago. Um, Trezor is originally from a small town in um, DRC called Goma. 
he um, grew up there and decided to pursue his music dreams. It was a by hook or by crook situation. So whatever he had to do, he did. So he made his way um, from DRC to South Africa, walking a large part of that, hitchhiking, doing whatever he needed to do um, until he eventually landed in Durban. And the title of the album that we released with him is called Seven. And that's because his journey from writing in his little flat in Durban to putting some of those concepts together for what would eventually become songs in the album took seven years. Wow. So, um, that's why that's that's why the album was titled that. And um, that first for a debut album we released in South Africa, and he won the South African Music Award for Best Pop in 2016. Um, a lot of the music was made. It's described as Afro pop and um, the, the, with a sound that sort of resonates with people from almost anywhere. So we got a lot of traction in Europe. Um, he had two number one hits in iTunes, Italy. Uh, where people actually recognize Chizo on the streets now. It's incredible. Um, and yeah, he's had many, many musical highlights. I mean, he's been nominated for MTV Awards as well. Um, he has, he went on tour with Seal, who's one of his um, sort of music icons when he came to South Africa. And we just released the second album. So the follow-on to that was called The Beautiful Madness. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of uh, is based on Chisel's experiences after this big debut album and the impact that he made and traveling the world and, and all of these new experiences um, in his career. And the sound of this album is also very unique. Chisel's mission with, with it was literally to bring back the glory days of African pop music. So um, the music that he grew up listening to, the Papa Wemba, the Philippine you can hear a lot of those sounds coming through, but it's still fresh and current and it's still, you know, it's you know, it's charting on radio in South Africa right now, a lot of the, the, the new single that just came out. Um, so yeah, again, it's something that is very personal in terms of what inspired him to, to come up with it, but it resonates with people from different backgrounds, wherever they seem to be in the world. And I think that's what good music is all about. I also saw him live at Cape Town Jazz Fest a few months yes. ago. And he was really, really good. Yes. And I'm a new fan. Uh, he, yeah, it was a really, I really liked his sound. And I know what you mean by going back to the old days of Afropop, because you definitely, you hear it. Yes. Yeah. Alrighty. Thanks, Danelle. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks very much, ladies. that interview has concluded wow that was fast um it is time for africana proverb of the week 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 (laughs) proverb of the week 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 so like my arms in keeping with the music tradition and my pseudo gang signs this is gonna be good i can tell already i'm really i'm really happy with this one so this this proverb brings it all together it brings the fact that i was home recently it brings together the fact that we just had Nanelle, who's an amazing um, source of knowledge for all things kind of music and yeah. management on the continent. Uh, and I wanted to bring it all together. So my proverb of the week, 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 um, for those who are from the DMV, this will not be unfamiliar. For those from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, they will know this song. Um, although the genre of music isn't quite so global, maybe, uh, but it's called go-go music. 
if you're from DC or the area, you know what go-go music is. There's a lot of horns. There's a lot of drums. If you've heard Crazy in Love by Beyonce, that's a very go-go-esque song. Can you sing a little bit, please? Of what? Crazy in Love? Yeah. No. Yeah, but look, it's so great. Yeah. There you go. Uh, if you've heard Hot and Her by Nelly. That's also go-go music? It is a sample. I feel like busting loose and I feel like touching I like you. that. Yeah, So yeah. the song Bustin' Loose, and that song, actually, the, the, some of that music comes from Chuck Brown, who is like a go-go legend, and the song Got was you. Bustin' Loose, yeah. and Nelly pays homage to that when he says, I feel like busting loose and I feel like touching you. Uh, Hello. Hello. Uh, a. Marie, if you remember A. Marie yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day, one this one thing. She yeah. was from D.C. too, if I remember yeah. right. This one thing got me tripping. What did she yeah. do now? I don't know, but I really liked her when she was when she was out in public singing and stuff. I, I really enjoyed her, her moment in the sun. Um, so, yes, that's a bit of go-go, so you get a sense for... Um, kind of what the sound is and, and yeah, the fact that it's like a DC born and bred thing. So, this go-go song, or the Africana Power of the Week, 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 is from a very famous, well-known, popular, legendary, insert other adjective here, go-go song. And it's called Overnight Scenario by a group called Rare Essence. The Overnight Scenario, Scenario. So. You really had to go in the archives to get this one. No, this is, I mean, any child of of my area knows this song because it plays in the clubs and you'll know why because I'm about to run through it. Okay. Okay. So this is a, actually a very long proverb of the week. <laughs> this might be like the... Let this be your North Star this for is, the next this month. This might be the Africana like sonata of, <laughs> of the week because it's not, it's going to be very long. I'll allow. It's, it's going to be longer than the usual proverb because it's a whole section of a song. Oh, there's like stanzas. Yeah, no, this is real. <laughs> this is real. Okay, so the song is about an overnight scenario. Okay? Wink face. <laughs> so this is how it starts. Well, this is not how it starts, but this is like the main hook. Are you ready? You ready? Ready. Ready, listeners? Ready, B. Okay. Three in the morning, the pancake house. Not the waffle house. Not the waffle pancake house. Four in the morning... We'll be rolling to my house. They stay up real late. We rhymed house with house. What the record reflects. Okay. Five in the morning, the lights go out. Again, not very much sleep happening there. Six in the morning, you can hear her start to shout. Wow. I think, I think she stubbed her toe. It's fine. Okay. Seven in the morning, she'll be calling a cab. It's only an hour. Who Rude. Knows? Who knows? Eight in the morning, talking about the fun she had. Nine in the morning, and she just getting home, talking about the overnight scenario. Scenario. And then the drums kick in. So, that means... You're so proud! I know! This means absolutely nothing to anyone who's maybe not from D.C. or knows go-go music, but for those listeners who are from my area and know it, they'll know it, and maybe we'll put the song in so that people can kind of hear it and jam along. My hope is that there's a lot of music in this episode. So are you encouraging, is the moral of this proverb encouraging <laughs> overnight sleepovers? I, you can take it however you want to take it. That's how I'm going to take it. But considering I just come from home, this was like a music episode. This is a gold standard DC song. If you ask any person from that area, they will know overnight scenario because we all heard it growing up. It was on the radio. It was in the clubs when you we were finally old enough to get into the clubs. Um, and now we all do too. And now you all know it. And it's quite long, but I'll let me just re, let me restate so that we're all on the same page. Please rhyme house with house again. Yes, three in the morning, the pancake house. Okay, this is also a very dramatic reading of this. 
<laughs> the song, it goes a little bit faster, okay? Four in the morning, we'll be rolling to my house. Five in the morning, the lights go out. Six in the morning, you can hear her start to shout. Seven in the morning, she'll be calling a cab. Eight in the morning, talking about the fun she had. Nine in the morning, and she's just getting home. Talking about the overnight scenario. Scenario. Talking about the overnight scenario. Scenario. So this was like Netflix and chill before Netflix and chill was Netflix and chill. It wasn't much chilling. She was out of the house, like in an hour. Bye. So anyway, that's the Africana proverb of the week, 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 week. Namusa, how do people find us? I always have to do this very slow because there's a lot of A's and a lot of H's in this. Um, So we would love to hear from you and send us your listener letters, your questions. You know, you want our unsolicited solicited feedback. Um, You can reach us at Ask Africana. So that's A-S-K-A-F-R-A-C-A-N-A-H. Your eyes are actually close for that. Yeah. I told my eyes for that one. Uh, and then on the interwebs, show us some love on the internet, and um, especially if you're an 18 to 35 year old male from Ethiopia hosting Karogas. Yeah, which is yes, or 50 to 65. Yeah, <laughs> men hosting Karogas because we don't discriminate. We like to eat. We got you. Yeah, so you can find us at at Africana uh, on the gram and mm-hmm. on Twitter, and then on Facebook at Africana Podcast. Show us some love. Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for listening and see you next time. Bye. Bye.